Hmm. Mackenzie Blackwood, a guy who never exceeds expectations, is set to become a restricted free agent. Should he return to the Devils organization or should they move in a different direction? And where's his headspace at when he was doing his exit interview? We have a lot to break down in today's episode of Locked on Devils. Buckle up, everybody. You're Locked on Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. Elliott scores! Oh, Steven stepped up, nailed him. Rodora's got the puck. What a shot. The Devils win the Stanley Cup. All righty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey club, a play announcer, Dell's Ryder for Pucks and Pitchforks, and also part-time credential media member, Trey Matthews. In the previous episode, we talked about Eric Halla and his pending free agency. I gave my thoughts as to why the Devils organization should re-sign him, and I even made a case as to why he should be an alternate captain come next year. So if you haven't checked out that episode, please do so. Now, in the previous episode, I also talked about how I attended the exit interviews. I got a lot of sound bites from a lot of players so I could talk about the big storylines and actually have some sound bites from the players. So uh, I talked about how I can discuss Jesper Bratt and his pending restricted free agency, how Jack Hughes might be a little frustrated with them. I actually have sound bites from both respective players. We could talk about uh, Timo Meyer, how he felt like he fit in with the organization. Now, I'm not sure if I told you guys this, but exit interviews actually took five hours and like I said, I have a whole bunch of sound bites from a lot of players, and I'm trying to figure out which angle I want to sort of uh, present a, an episode centering around some of these sound bites. So we're going to have weeks and weeks of content as far as I'm concerned, and I'm not complaining about it. Now, I know you guys want to talk about the big subjects, but when this episode goes live, I might be preparing to talk with Tom Fitzgerald because Tom Fitzgerald has not done his exit meeting interview and it is slated for later this afternoon at 12.30 Eastern time. So I want to wait until I do uh, that exit interview with Tom Fitzgerald before I do an, an episode centering around like the pending free agents or restricted free agents, or at least the big ones like Jesper Brad, Timo Meyer, those guys, because obviously that's going to be a big storyline. But let's shift over to someone who most likely will not be returning to the Devils organization come next season. A guy who's been with the Devils organization for quite some time. A guy who seems to always either meet expectations or just fall short of them. A guy who never exceeds those expectations. And that is Mackenzie Blackwood. Now, in today's episode, it's going to be broken down similar to Eric Halla's uh, recap episode in which I talk about Mackenzie Blackwood's overall season. I'm going to share some sound bites I was able to get from the exit interviews and then I'll give you guys my final thoughts as to where does Mackenzie Blackwood stand with the Devils organization and will he return? Is it worth it to sign him to maybe a three-year extension once again? Now, let's recap Mackenzie Blackwood's season in this segment. So Mackenzie Blackwood appeared in 22 games. He finished off with a record of 10-6-2. He had a goals against average of 3.2 and he had a save percentage of 893 and he had zero shutouts. Now, we're going to split this up into two talking points. I'm going to recap his season, and then I'm going to discuss his impact with the team. So to start off with this season, I think it's safe to say that 
Mackenzie Blackwood had a quintessential Mackenzie Blackwood type year. So I talked about moments ago how he never seems to exceed expectations. He either meets them or he falls short of them, as in he's mediocre. And the thing of, uh, about Mackenzie Blackwood is that I'm sure he doesn't want to just meet expectations. He wants to exceed them. So Akira Schmidt, he exceeded expectations. Vitek Vancek, at least for the regular season, he exceeded expectations. But for Mackenzie Blackwood, it seems it's like wash, rinse, and repeat with him, which is he might put up some solid productive outings, but he gets hurt. He, he's out for an extended period of time. We got to rely on uh, plan B to try to get us out of the gutter. And Mackenzie Blackwood, when he returns, it usually takes him a while before he's able to settle in. And this year was no exception because Mackenzie Blackwood had dealt with not one, but two injuries. So the first injury was the MCL sprain in his knee, and that kept him out for an extended period of time. And then later on in the year, towards the end of it, he was dealing with a groin injury. Now, I get that some of the struggles aren't entirely on Mackenzie Blackwood because one of the talking points that I did discuss in, a, in an episode months ago was that sometimes it seems as though Mackenzie Blackwood doesn't get much goal support in front of him, so he might let in a goal or two and the Devils come out on the losing end. I think a good example of that was when he played against the Seattle Kraken back in January. He had a really good outing, but unfortunately the Devils weren't able to get anything to find the back of the net, and thus Mackenzie Blackwood came out on the losing end. I'm trying to be fair for Mackenzie Blackwood, but the thing is, is like it, it just seems like it's a repeat of last year and the year before that. And I think Tom Fitzgerald and the entire organization has run out of patience for Mackenzie Blackwood because come next season, the Devils are trying to contend. And I just don't think Mackenzie Blackwood is going to be a part of that overall development. But I'll talk about that later on in the episode. Let's talk about his impact. Now, the thing for Mackenzie Blackwood is that maybe I could give him some bonus points if he was a part of some major happenings that occurred during the course of this historic season for the New Jersey Devils. But the fact of the matter is simply he wasn't. He wasn't a part of the 13-game win streak, or he was a part of it relatively early, but he was forgotten about because, remember, he had to deal with an MCL sprain, and then that's where we saw Akira Schmidt, and that's when Akira Schmidt started to come into the spotlight. So Mackenzie Blackwood wasn't really a part of that 13-game win streak, and then come during the course of the playoffs, he was a healthy scratch. And there were some rumors circling around courtesy of Elliot Friedman saying, don't be surprised if we see Mackenzie Blackwood in net, at, at least during the Carolina Hurricane series. I honestly felt like that was uh, kind of far-fetched in my eyes. I didn't foresee Mackenzie Blackwood starting in any games considering the fact that the Devils were pretty much on death's door in, in the playoff series. And I don't think putting Mackenzie Blackwood in net was going to help them. But like I said, I try to give Mackenzie Blackwood the benefit of the doubt, but it just seems like his impact is not greatly felt. Now, he had a couple good outings, don't get me wrong, and once he settles into a game, he's able to make all these great A saves, he's able to keep the Devils in the game, but the fact of the matter is simply this, the results just aren't really doing it for me in my eyes. Now, I try to be fair, like I just mentioned, so I think a couple examples that come to mind is that Mackenzie Blackwood in the game against the Boston Bruins late in the year, he was able to have a very good outing against them. And he let up two goals to Pavel Zaka early. One of them wasn't really his fault. The other one, I kind of put the blame on him. But the fact of the matter is the Devils ended up losing that game 
and they, they couldn't get anything going in front of Mackenzie Blackwood. And then I think this is what really did him in that game against the Washington Capitals, the final game of the year. He let up four goals. And when Akira Schmidt came in for relief, Akira Schmidt was lights out and the Devils were able to claw their way back and amount an amazing comeback. And that's when Luke Hughes was able to get the game winning goal in overtime. So I, I just think for Mackenzie Blackwood, it's just like it takes too long for him to settle in, whether he's coming back from injury or whether he's slated to start in a game. And another example that comes to mind, that New Year's Day game against the Carolina Hurricanes, because he got off to a pretty slow start. He made one big blunder in which he missed the puck and the Carolina Hurricanes were able to pounce on that and score on him. Devils ended up losing that game in a shootout, I believe. But nonetheless, Mackenzie Blackwood just takes him too long to settle into a game. So where I stand with Mackenzie Blackwood is that his season, once again, in my eyes, it was mediocre and his impact is sometimes there. But for the most part, I think the Devils' success, at least from the goaltending perspective during the regular season, it relied mostly on Akira Schmidt and Vitek Vanacek to the point where Mackenzie Blackwood is not really all that much of a factor. Now, I'm pretty sure you don't want to just hear my perspective on Mackenzie Blackwood's season. He was asked during his exit interview how he felt like the season went in his eyes. Here's what he had to say. A lot of adversity. Um, you know, there's moments this year where my game was good. Um, but it was just too much fighting back from injury to, to get the ball rolling too much. So, uh, yeah, I'm just looking forward to you know having a good summer uh, trying to keep myself healthy change a little bit of stuff that I think will help me down the line and then just get my game uh, you know where I know it's capable of being now before we switch subjects I agree with Mackenzie Blackwood he always seems to be battling back from injury we saw it this year we saw it last year we saw it the year before that so it's just like during these three years of his contract extension Mackenzie Blackwood just really hasn't shown me anything. And it just seems like it's always an uphill battle. So for every step forward he takes, it seems like he takes two steps backwards. Now, am I being a little harsh on him? Maybe. But at the same time, like I said, look at the, the surgeons of VTech Vancheck during the regular season. Look at Akira Schmid during the regular season and the playoffs. My thing is, like, how do we get Mackenzie Blackwood over that hump? And if the Devils are trying to contend, I don't think they can wait on him. And quite honestly, I think his confidence is somewhat shaken up because it always seems like he can never exceed those expectations. So that's where I stand with this season. It was solid, nothing spectacular, but at the same time, it's just like, I think this was his last chance to really showcase what he's capable of doing. So in the previous segment, I talked about how he was battling back from injury. Mackenzie Blackwood went into more detail as to what injuries he was dealing with. So I talked about his MCL. I talked about his groin. Here's uh, what he was dealing with from the word of mouth. What were some of the uh, injuries you were dealing with during the season? I... You, you don't have to. You don't have to. Oh, okay, yeah. I, the first one I had was my MCL on my one of my knees. <laughs> I don't remember which one it was now, which is good, right? <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, and then later on, I pulled my groin again can't notice it happened but yes <laughs> I think the big thing was and I was actually going to ask him this luckily Christy was able to beat me to it but 
I was going to ask him, like, what was his relationship like with the other goalies? Because I think I asked him during the course of late December, early January, because I talked about was there added pressure for him to try to play well, considering the fact that Vitek Vancek and Akira Schmidt, they were having career years. And here's Mackenzie Blackwood back at square one, something we've seen these past couple of seasons. Here's him describing his relationship with Akira and Vitek. Yeah, they're great. You know, I mean... Uh, pretty fortunate to have those two guys around. I try and, you know, uh, obviously support them, and, and they do the same for me, help them on the ice, and then, you know, I'm kind of the guy in the locker room that tries to help them stay loose and, you know, don't take things too seriously. You know, be professional, you know, hold yourself accountable, but also, you know, learn to, to relax and, you know, enjoy yourself. So uh, we have a pretty good relationship. Um, you know, they're great guys, and I'm excited to see what they can do. It's nice to see that he does support Akira and B-Tech, especially since both of them were able to step up their games. And I get that it could be a little frustrating on Mackenzie Blackwood's end because it sometimes feels as though, like, we're seeing the success of some of these other goalies, but he is just, like, he's just stagnant. Like, what's it going to take for him to get over that hump? And it's something I've talked about in a previous episode like months or a year ago whatever the case might be it's been a while but I think Mackenzie Blackwood's career is on the same trajectory as Corey Schneider because I I, like I said I try to be fair in my overall analysis which is Mackenzie Blackwood yes he hasn't been playing all that well but it's a two-way street because last year the Devils were relying heavily on Mackenzie Blackwood because their goaltending was pretty how would I say it suckish it was really bad because they had to rely on like Nico Dawes, Akira Schmid. They had to rely on Andrew Hammond. I know I'm missing a few others, but those are just some of the names that come to mind. And obviously Mackenzie Blackwood during the course of that season, he was the, the more reliable goalie. I know Nico Dawes finished off with better numbers, but if I had to choose between Blackwood and Dawes, I was going to go with Mackenzie Blackwood just because Mackenzie Blackwood is the veteran in this case and he's a more reliable in net. So he was utilized a lot during the course of the year, and I think that led on to his injury that that occurred in mid-January, and as a result, we didn't see Mackenzie Blackwood return until the year was almost over. Like, we didn't see him perform in another game until, like, there was, what, like two or three games left in the regular season? So that was a major concern. But I get that it's not entirely on Mackenzie Blackwood, and I think that's the frustrating part not only on – his end, but the entire organization's end, I don't think Mackenzie Blackwood was utilized correctly. But this year, it's just like we've seen his role just diminish by the second. He was supposed to be the starting goalie. Like, it was a 1A, 1B type of situation with him and Vitek Vancek. Mackenzie Blackwood got the first star of the game. He didn't really do all that well. Then uh, a couple weeks go by, he gets injured. Devils go on a 13-game win streak, and we see the rise of Akira Schmidt. So, uh, we saw Akira Schmidt get sent back down to Utica when Mackenzie Blackwood returned from injury. But at the same time, Mackenzie Blackwood is now the backup to Vitek Vanacek. Then Mackenzie Blackwood gets injured once again. The Devils give Akira Schmidt another chance. And then we start the debate saying, like, is it going to be Akira Schmidt or is it going to be, be Mackenzie Blackwood come the end of the regular season when playoffs rolls around? I said, it, barring anything catastrophic happening, it's most likely going to go to Mackenzie Blackwood because he's the veteran. The organization might have more faith in him. 
And usually you want to go to a veteran goalie in that sort of circumstance. But then, like I said, in the first segment, we saw uh, Mackenzie Blackwood, the last game of the year, wrong time to have a complete meltdown because he saw like what, 11 or 12 shots and it resulted in four Capitals goals. He was brought out of there. Kirschmay comes into the game, plays lights out. And at that point, that was the end in my eyes of Mackenzie Blackwood's career with the New Jersey Devils, which is going to lead into the next subject, which is, do I think he'll return? And I asked him, what are some of his goals considering the fact that his future with the organization at this very moment is still up in the air? I'm not a GM. I'm not, I don't work in the Devils front office, but in my eyes, it's not looking too good. So we're going to discuss that momentarily, but first let me tell you about a product I use literally every day. So I started taking AG1 because I wanted to be happier. I wanted to be healthier. So what is the stuff with one delicious scoop of AG1? You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and abstinence to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all those things. So its lifestyle is friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything. While still tasting good, supports better sleep quality and recovery, supports mental clarity and alertness. It's one thing that's best with Athletic Greens. They use best of best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with a convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out after your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And now let me tell you about game time because I'm sure there are some events at the Prudential Center during the course of the summer that you want to attend and you don't want to miss. So forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The Game Time Guarantee means you'll get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and row for less. Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. So get images of your seat right before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Okay, so now it's the big question. Do I think Mackenzie Blackwood is going to return? He is said to become a restricted free agent, and his original contract was three years, $8.4 million. He was paid annually $2.8 million. So do I think he's going to return? Quite honestly, I don't think so. I think he has run his course with the Devils organization. I think... They were really patient with him. And like I said, it's not entirely on his shoulders. But at the same time, if you're trying to contend for a Stanley Cup, I just don't think Mackenzie Blackwood is going to be that answer because he's injury prone. He never exceeds expectations. And like I said, it's not entirely on his shoulders, but you're only as strong as your weakest link in terms of the goalie tandem. And with Akira Schmidt and Vitek Vanacek, in my eyes, set to take bigger roles, do you really think Mackenzie Blackwood is going to be satisfied with being a third string goalie? Hell, he's not even going to be on the bench because you're only allowed to dress two goalies during the course of the game. 
So that's my thing, which is I don't think Mackenzie Blackwood is going to get the role he wants. I don't think he's going to get the money he wants. And I think he knows in his heart to heart that his time with the Devils organization has run out. And here's what his answer was when Ryan Ovazinski asked him, like, what's the contract negotiation looking like? Does he foresee himself returning next year? Here's what he had to say. Mackenzie, do you think at all about, about your future with this team? And have they let you know in on any of the plans there? Uh, we don't really talk about that yet. That's more of a summertime thing. But obviously, you know, I'm not really too um, concerned with that at the moment. You know, that's kind of a wait and see sort of deal. Mm-hmm. And and your thoughts about would you uh, be open to returning? Yeah, obviously, um, you know, I, I've been here for my entire NHL career so far. Um, I love the team. I love all the guys. So. Uh, it'd be hard to leave that, but at the end of the day, though, you want to go where the opportunity is. So it depends on a couple of things, right? But mm-hmm. obviously, if there's opportunity, then absolutely. The key takeaway I get from that soundbite is that Mackenzie Blackwood said opportunity. And like I said moments ago, I just don't think that opportunity is going to be here. So I don't think Mackenzie Blackwood is a bad goalie. I just don't think he's going to reach his full potential while playing with the Devils organization. I think it's going to be like a Pavel Zaka type of circumstance in which he just has hit a wall and maybe a change of scenery will will be best for him. And it just doesn't make sense to bring him back, waste some money, especially when you have some guys that you could use that money for. And I asked Mackenzie Blackwood, what were some of his goals come next year if hypothetically he does return to the Devils organization? Here's what he had to say. If you do return uh, next year, what are some of your goals? Because obviously, I, you know, you talked about how like the rise of VTEC and Akira, and uh, just curious to to see where your headspace is that is at in terms of like goals you might set for yourself come next year. Uh, goals. I mean, goals for me are just internal kind of you know reach my potential. You know what I'm capable of because I don't think I have ever yet. Um, which is frustrating, but also good at the same time because I know I'm a lot better than I've shown. So, um, you know, for me, it's it's just about getting myself into a place where I feel good about my game and I can do it consistently and, and play in a lot of hockey games. I think his goals are completely justifiable. I think they are realistic. But the main thing he told me was that his goals are internal. And he literally said what I've been saying throughout the course of the episode. He's been saying what I've been saying the past few months, which is, He just has never reached his full potential, and I don't think it's going to happen with the Devils organization. So my thing is simply this, which is Mackenzie Blackwood, I just don't feel comfortable re-signing him to a three-year extension, especially since you have to worry about the contract situations of Jesper Bratt, Timo Meyer. You know Eric Halla wants to return. He he says he doesn't want to sign with a different team, so there's another uh, burden you got to worry about, or not exactly a burden, but it's another chore that you have to try to accomplish. And for Mackenzie Blackwood, he's not going to be given the role he wants. He's not going to be given the money he wants. And I don't think he would be satisfied with that. And he talked about just the internal goals of reaching his full potential. I just don't think it's going to happen with the devil's organization. I just don't think his ultimate goal is to be a third string goalie. And he wants to play in a decent amount of hockey games. Well, if he's a third string goalie, basically the only time he's going to come in is if a goalie is injured and I don't think he's going to sign a two-way contract. In fact, that's a risk itself because if you send him down to Utica, he's going to have to clear through waivers. So I just don't think Mackenzie Blackwood is going to be 
satisfied here in New Jersey. And I think it's best for the organization. I think it's best for himself. And I think it's best for the fan base that we move on from Mackenzie Blackwood. So I'm not a Mackenzie Blackwood hater, but to all those who are diehard Mackenzie Blackwood fans, just answer yourself this. Do you think Mackenzie Blackwood is going to be given that fair chance here in New Jersey? Do you think he's going to reach his potential like he says he wants to do? And do you think that he's going to accept a pay cut? And do you think he's going to be accept uh, playing third string fiddle with Akira Schmid and Vitek Vancek? Because regardless of who's going to be the starting goalie come next year, it's it, the priorities are going to be Vancek and Schmid. And it's not going to be Blackwood. And like I said, when Blackwood returns from injury or when he's in a game, it takes way too long for him to settle in. And that's a problem because you need a goalie who can come into the game and just lock down instantly, similar to what Akira Schmidt did during the course of the Rangers series in round one of the playoffs. I don't think Mackenzie Blackwood is going to do that if given the chance. Akira Schmidt was able to step up his game in game five against the Carolina Hurricanes. And those first two losses of the series in which Schmidt was starting wasn't entirely on him. And for Mackenzie Blackwood, if he's thrown into that circumstance, what if he gives up two or three goals early? Then the game is out of reach. The Devils have no chance. At least the Devils had somewhat of a chance when Schmid was entered into the game. That's my thing, which is I'm glad that Mackenzie Blackwood is healthy for the time being. I know he's acknowledged that he's played with this organization for his entire career, but he says he's going to go where the opportunity best fits him. And I just don't think it's here in New Jersey. And quite honestly, since he's set to become a restricted free agent, I'd say here's my prediction. I think Mackenzie Blackwood will be traded away on draft night, similar to what happened with Vitek Vanacek, because Vanacek was a restricted free agent with the uh, Washington Capitals. And he was traded to the Devils organization for a second round and a third round draft pick. And I think that's what the Devils are going to try to do with Mackenzie Blackwood, which is the asking price for Blackwood. It might be somewhat sizable. He's still relatively young. He has a lot of potential. Maybe he just needs a new change of scenery. So that's my prediction, which is I think Mackenzie Blackwood is going to get traded away come the night of the draft. And maybe the Devils can build up some draft picks. Maybe they can at least get a second round pick because I don't think they're going to get a first round pick. Devils don't have a first-round pick in this year's draft, but I, I think that Mackenzie Blackwood is worth a second-round draft pick in my eyes, and that's what I what I see happening come in, in like a in a few weeks or so. So Mackenzie Blackwood, in his in my eyes, his final game with the Devils organization was April 13th against Washington Capitals. Sucks that he has to go out that way, but tough decisions are going to have to be made during this offseason. So let me know what you guys think. Do you want Mackenzie Blackwood back? If so, what role do you kind of foresee him having? And what would you trade Mackenzie Blackwood for in order to get some sort of collateral? Or what, what circumstance do you think is going to happen with uh, Mackenzie Blackwood? Curious to hear your guys' thoughts, so leave a comment down below if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening on podcast streaming service, hit me up on my personal Twitter page at TreyMatt4 or the show's Twitter page at LockedOnDevils. As for today's episode, that's all the time I have for you, so continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. And I got a lot more exit interviews to break down. And I'm going to speak with Tom Fitzgerald during his exit interview in a few hours. So there's still more in store during these next few weeks. Buckle up, everybody. I know I say that at the beginning of the episode, but that's how I'm closing out the show.